This is episode seven of Papercut for April 26, 2021. Welcome to episode seven of Papercut for Nyack Libraries podcast. Our guests are Belinda Cash and Lori Liddell. Do you guys want to say a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm a uh, I'm a reference librarian at the Nyack Library. I'm um, we're talking about gardening today, so I'm happy to say that I'm the person at the library that buys all the gardening books, which is a really fun part of my job. Well, you're also the person at the library who fills our seed exchange orders. So uh, yes, that is a little yes. bit to do with gardening. Uh, that, that's a lot to do with gardening. <laughs> I'm Laurie Nudell. I'm a reference librarian at Finkelstein now. I'm one of the co-founders of the Nyack Seed Exchange with Jennifer Junta. And we started it uh, with the encouragement of support of Belinda Cash and Claudia Uccellani. I hope I got her last name right, I'm not sure. That was uh, how the seed exchange got started. And when was that maybe? It was five years ago. Oh, okay, 2016. Yeah, I think the, the idea came up in August or September. You and Claudia connected Jennifer and I. Uh, the director at Nyack at the time decided that she would support it, but it shouldn't take any of the librarians time. So that kind of took you and Claudia out of out of the mix at that point, and Jennifer, Jennifer and I uh, started the setup. Thank you both for being here. I'm Tracy Dunstan. I'm Rosemary Farrell. And George is not with us today, but she'll be on the next episode. Um, and this episode, like we were just talking about, is about native gardening and the Niagara Library Seed Exchange. It's kind of an episode takeover, if you will. Yes because these Lori and Belinda know far more about gardening than Tracy and I, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I was curious about, and you each can take turn answering this, um, how did you get started in, in gardening? Or do you have a particular memory that pops in your head as like an inspirational memory or something that, um, or, or a person that inspired you to get into gardening? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Brooklyn. Um, first flower I can remember was the dandelion. We used to pick them for our mothers. Uh, outside the kitchen window, we had a Rose of Sharon and I still have an awful lot of fondness for the Rose of Sharon, although uh, my suburban Long Island husband thinks of it as kind of a weed. Um, but the real inspiration for me was my father's sister my Aunt Hilda, who had a garden in Mill Basin. And she had tons and tons of uh, money plant, which I now have tons and tons of, because it is kind of weedy. Uh, but every time I see it, I still think of her. And she had uh, roses and tiger lilies and strawberries. And I remember hunting for the strawberries as a kid. And um, that's really how I got started with it. Um, I grew up in the south of England where um... Everyone was a gardener, really, but I guess my biggest inspiration was my parents. They were both massively into garden, um, second only to golf. At the end of the workday, they would always walk around the, um, our property together. And my dad, I always remember he loved the Red Admiral butterflies that would come on the Budlia, and he would always show them to me when I was a little girl. Um, I spent my whole childhood in nature. I had a ton of alone time. I was I just hours and hours by myself. And nature was kind of my companion, my solace. Um, so it was just natural for me to become a gardener, I think. I, I first got into um, 
native garden when I had my first my first yard of my own, I guess, when I bought a house that was in South Nyack on Gurney Avenue. And um, a very strong influence was um, one day I came home and right in the flower bed, right by the front door, there was a bird I had never seen. And I was watching him for a long time. I was able to go inside, get my one bird guide. And um, now I have masses and uh, find him in the book. He stayed around for ages. He was a Northern flicker. Um, which is a kind of woodpecker. And that moment kind of um, somehow remains in my mind as, as a very exciting moment of learning that I could grow certain things in the yard and bring in specific animals to be attracted to them. And that was very exciting. Oh, and, and you also asked um, if we grow veggies or flowers. I really like, much as I love my veggies, I pretty much only grow flowers. I think one of the reasons is that I love going to the farmer's market. I love supporting the local farmers. So for the most part, I haven't delved into vegetables at all. How about you, Laurie? Do you do, you do both? Um, I used to do more vegetables than I do now. I've always been a flower gardener at mm. heart. Um, I'm completely addicted to color and form and scent, mm -hmm. uh, especially scent. Uh, I'm not strictly a native gardener at all. Uh, it's only recently that I've, I've become a little bit more aware of it and trying to incorporate more native plantings. I'm way too retinal a gardener uh, to abandon the ornamentals. And I found like, aside from tomatoes, where I feel like what you can grow is just so much better than what you can buy, that I sort of gave up on, on spending the time and the, the money and the effort to keep a vegetable garden going. I'm a little bit too neglectful for vegetables and flowers seem to tolerate that better. It's just such a battle against the um, the critters too. So so much so. Uh, the first two years I had a vegetable garden, it, it, it did brilliantly. And I thought I was some kind of gardening genius. <laughs> and then reality happened. And I realized that I just wasn't willing to put in the amount of effort that it was going to take mm. uh, to make sure that what I planted actually came through for me. And I thought, you know what, I could just go and buy these. <laughs> and, um, and that's what I've been doing more and more. But I still like cherry tomatoes, so. Mm -hmm. Thank you both. Um, I have a question for you, Lori. Um, what inspired you to start the Seed Exchange? I think you talked a little bit before, but um, how has it evolved? How has the pandemic affected it? And what's the best way to contact? Well, I, I went to library school very, very late. Um, I was uh, in school from 2014 to 2017 and special collections were a big topic of conversation then. And that was where I first heard about seed libraries. While I was in graduate school, I actually did two projects on seed libraries. Uh, and one of them, the professor knew, knew my interest and it was a group project. And she paired me up with a woman who worked at the Summers Library in Westchester. And that was an early seed library. Uh, another one of my projects was about the Richmond Seed Library in California. And when I started uh, NIACS, I, I modeled it very much a lot after Richmond's. And I posted some of their videos on the NIACS Seed Library webpage after talking to the uh, Richmond founder. Um, so I was already, you know, I had the interest with the seed planted, sorry, uh, in school. And then I think Claudia, approached me saying that she had a, 
a friend who is a community gardener who is very interested in seed libraries, and she asked if I would be interested. And you know, I kind of laughed. I said, "Yeah, you know, I've been doing a lot with that in school. I would love to start something." So she introduced me to Jennifer, and and you know, we worked it out. I will say, um, we were at Rotary yesterday, and they were all that was the most thing they were excited about was the seed exchange. She thought it was, they all thought it was very cool. So you're probably gonna get a couple more orders going there. That sounds great. Cool. It actually, I think just this year, two more seed libraries in, in Rockland have, have popped up. Uh, Nyack had the first one in Rockland, and we helped um, one get set up in Tarrytown, the Warner Seed Library. Uh, they We worked with them in helping them get set up when they started. And that was about three years ago, I think. That was with uh, Beth Hansen. Um, and this next question is for you, Belinda. How has the year been going so far? Um, well, it's my first time doing it. So, I mean, I could look at numbers from last year, but I haven't actually done the work before of um, basically, you know, receiving the emails, receiving the orders, running downstairs, stocking everything, um, keeping the inventory together. It's busy. We've had a lot of new people this year. It's been really busy. I've been, I've been really happy with it. It's kind of sad because you don't, you know, it's all, it's all by email really. And you don't get to meet the gardeners because we're just doing curbside pickup. And, um, you know, most years we've had, we've had a potluck. Have we had a potluck twice a year, Laurie, or once? I know we always, uh, we were doing twice. We had yeah, one in the, the summer in the and, fall. and one in around Thanksgiving. In, yeah, that's right. Uh, at Orangeburg. It'll be nice to get back to those and just be able to put some faces to the names of, these people that are very busy ordering seeds and planting them but i, I think it's that was a nice really piece well. of community and mm -hmm. I, I missed that also yeah you know it was good to um you know put names and faces together and um just a, a good way for for people to meet other people with the same interest in gardening mm. i think the pandemic really uh, brought up a lot of interest in gardening and I know that a lot of seed companies have reported, you know, record sales and, you know, actually have been having trouble meeting demand or they, you know, have um, not customary uh, waiting times to fill orders because the demand is good. Do you want to know more? Visit us wherever you get podcasts on Monday, April 26th for the rest of the episode. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day.